All right, let's do it. Under oath. Here we go. Well, we're going to have to go to court. Court? No. Your Honor. No, I'm not going to go to court. You want answers? I think I'm entitled. You want answers? I want the truth. You can't handle the truth. All rise. The Mike Calta Show is now under oath. Under oath, your opportunity to call in with a question for any member of this show. Me, Galvin, Spanish, Carmen, Geo, Pap-Pap. Your opportunity to ask that question and hopefully get a uh, quick and truthful answer. I will reserve the right to talk to you about a couple of things, including uh, ongoing litigation, which I can answer some questions. And... Um, Contractually, obli- uh, any contractual obligation I have to not talk about something like including our, our salaries. I can't talk about mine, but I can tell you what Spanish means. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's start right at the phone lines. Carl has been waiting. Carl, you're up first. What do you got? Make it good, buddy. So my question for you guys, or the few of you that did the Dr. Urshan. Yes. Is how much does it cost? Because Gavin Cabrera is always saying, oh, it's simple. Or, you know, stuff like that. But for somebody who doesn't have money to throw down on that, I don't really know how simple it is. I always tell people you have to, I, I think it's different for different people. It's tailored to what you need to do to your program because each program is individual. So I, I don't know. And I'll, uh, and under oath, I didn't pay for it. It was part of my endorsement. Right, yeah. It's part of our endorsement. That's, that's, so. that's kind of what I thought. I didn't know if you guys got like a, you know, deal from doing the endorsement or whatnot. Yeah, yeah. But the thing well, is, well, is that I mean, I'm not lying to you or like not to, I don't, I have no idea. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. know. I, I, I would, Say it's very easy to call Dr. Hirschman's office and find out, and if you don't want to do it, don't do it. Well, I, I've been there before, but it's on the only day I had off, and the person he talked to wasn't there, and I was like, okay, so you know, I never really went back, but from what I hear, it's around two thousand dollars. So that's why I was like, that's not that simple. Yeah, and I don't think that it's that. I don't <laughs> think that sounds right. If I were you, I'd call back and talk to somebody because that sounds a little bit high. Thank you, sir. I appreciate. it. Let's go to Patrick. Good morning. Hey, good morning, everyone. Uh, Tony might get uh, nervous on this one, but. I didn't. I missed this segment where you guys talked about going to Chicago, and every now and then you guys mentioned that. Uh, what's going on with that? And how serious is it? Um, I, I, I don't know. I'm not trying to avoid it. I'm just trying to figure out how I can answer. Chicago is one of the options of people who are interested. We don't. We can't negotiate with anybody in our contract yet, yet because it's not up until June. Uh, and there's a certain window that you're allowed to negotiate in. But there have been people who have called and said, hey, when you can talk, would you be interested in talking? And would you be interested in moving? So uh, I always say Chicago because that was somebody who was very interested and also a place that I said that I would like to live if we were to move. It's not saying we would want to, but if we were to move, it's a bigger market. It's a nice city. It has seasons. I think I would enjoy living out the final years of my career in Chicago. But that's where it stands. There's not. It's not like we're we're waiting to sign a contract. You know what I mean? Gotcha. Okay. Cool. Thank you, uh, Michael. Go ahead. Uh, I think my question is mainly for you, Michael, because uh, I haven't really heard this from the rest of the group. But I've always been curious when you. I know you do some commercials live, but when you record commercials and make a mistake, why don't you fix them? Because I try to do as many commercials as I can live. And when I don't, it like, so yesterday we had three guys in the studio. It's hard to sit here and do a commercial while all three of those idiots are staring at me trying to make me laugh. <laughs> so what I'll do is go Spanish. Can you play the one from yesterday or another recorded one? 
So there, we keep we keep a library of them to have to give to the clients. But sometimes we have to go back to them to use for a live spot. And so, it may not have been edited. It may right, just be right. how it's not, played. And, yeah. and also, you know, you're going to get the same imperfections you would as if yeah. I were to do it live. Oh, yeah, and I understand that. And I can't name the one specifically, but I know yeah. I've heard it probably run for a month. And every time I'm like, oh, yep, there's that, that mistake. I, I just wondered if the sponsors ever called to say, hey, why don't we get a flawless commercial or does it even no. matter? They don't. You know why? Care. People don't want flawless commercials. Yeah. The, 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 the idea that there's a mistake is it makes it stick out in your head more. And you don't get it. Like, I, I, I do a commercial for Stingray Chevrolet. I heard it run earlier talking about the Corvette. But they would much rather me just BS and talk about now about how the Stingray Chevrolet's got a Corvette that they're raffling off and giving away at the at the Strawberry Festival and have me call it fire, fire Belly Orange and all that stuff that I don't really know and get it wrong. People pay more attention to that and it's more real talk. Okay, that makes sense. That's a good point, too. It sticks out in your head more. Thank you. And I got to tell you, that's the whole thing I love about uh, Under Oath is because you drive around going, why wouldn't they fix that? Right, well, yeah. now you know. Now you yeah. get that. Stuck out in his head so much, he called in for Under Oath. Yeah. I'm going to gotcha. guess. <laughs> I'm going to guess this is not your real name. Sasquatch? Hello? Oh. oh. Maybe that was He's not real? Yep. Uh, Steve, good morning. Good morning, Mike. Uh, by the way, enjoy you guys' show. Thank you. I think Thank it's you. fantastic. Uh, best on the radio. Uh, this one I've called in a couple times before uh, and asked, and I guess Carmen's limited as to what she could say, but I was wondering if you could tell us a little bit about what happened to Ian. All of a sudden he was there, and now he's gone, and we don't yeah, know yeah, what yeah. So Ian Beckles got fired from, or I don't know if he got fired or didn't renew his contract or whatever from Clear Channel when he worked there when he was on the Ron and Ian show. I guess he wanted more money. They didn't want to give him more money, so he was like, all right, I'm leaving, whatever that worked out. Then he came over here, and he was doing uh, a show on the weekends where he would be on before the football games. And then we all really liked Ian, so he made his way onto our show, other shows, and he became quickly part of this family. But he still wasn't a Cox employee. He was getting paid to do his show, and then in the morning he was on. He was doing the morning show, but he still wasn't working for Cox. He was working like as an outside contractor. So. I love Ian. Still like Ian. Still have a great relationship with him. But he had an opportunity. Whoever got smart over there at Clear Channel was like, we need to bring them back together because that to was make a good a real show. Salary. Yeah. yeah. And Ian was like, they offered me a contract and a salary. I got to go. And we were like, yeah, of course. So Ian went back over there. I don't really think it was like anybody was like, don't talk about it. But it was really none of our business. Yeah. And, and, uh, I, and uh, you know, in a way, I don't really care because we like Ian, but we're promoting another radio show. I don't want to do that. I mean, Drew's my afternoon show. So. Um, but that's what happened. It wasn't nobody. He didn't get in a fight with anybody. Didn't get fired or anything. They just they realized over there they had a management change, and the smart management that's there now is like I don't know why we didn't just give that guy the money that he deserves because he's good on the air, and they took him back over there. Uh, one more on the phone lines, and that'll open up the phone lines if you want to get in now, and then I will go to Geo. We'll go to some uh, from the from the Google box. Trevor, go ahead. All right, this one's for you, Mike. Uh, not including Pat Pat. Who, in your opinion, is the least important uh, person on the show? Who would you get rid of, not including Pat Pat? Like, I don't want to get rid of anybody, but you're saying if I had to? Exactly. Oh, Spanish. That's Spanish in a second. Garbage. In a second. That's not true. In are you second. being truthful? That's a liar. That's a liar. Are you being uh, truthful no, or are you trying being, to be funny? I'm trying to be funny. All right, well, now you have to be truthful. Oh, man. Now you have to be truthful. And I love that this guy puts in not Pat Pat because clearly he's the first one to go. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I mean, yeah, he said he not bad, bad. Right. I know. 
So if the show, if we went somewhere tomorrow and they were like, one guy has to go, who is it? Or girl. Yeah, it had to be Carmen. Oh! Thank you. Gio does really good at what he does. Spanish is really good at what he does. Galvin's great at what he does. Do you know what time of the month it was? <laughs> unclean time. Oh, man. I don't think about those things. <laughs> Uh, Gio, let's go over to the Twitter box and the Under Oath hashtag and try to get through as many of those as possible. The phone lines are open right now. By the way, the band the Under Oath right now is like, whoa, we're blowing <laughs> up on Twitter. 727 uh, and 800-771-1025. There are lines open in both. I have one from Benjamin. He says, is the situation going on with a certain bankrupt, cross-eyed, loser cuckold hurting your contract negotiations? And do you believe that said cuckold and Hulk Hogan are in on this together? Ooh, a two-parter. Yeah. Ooh, ooh. Um, I, I will think I'm going to make a statement that sounds like I'm trying to be tough, but I'm not. But I think it's safe to say that nothing goes on with that guy affects anything that I do. Like, it, was that what the question was? Yeah. Like, I, there's nothing that he is doing or could do or has anything to do with anything. Uh, as far as my contract... There's no problems with my contract. We're just not really in a window of where we need to. I mean, I'm here until June 18th. That's when my that's when my contract ends, and maybe before then I'll get on the air and go. Guess what? We signed the new five year deal, or guess what? We signed a new one year deal, or hey, sorry to say, we're we looks like we're going to another station or another town or something. But right now, there's just nothing to talk about because nobody's really talking about anything. It's we're way too early. Um, what was the second part of that? If you thought that the the cuckold and Hulk Hogan are in cahoots together on it, oh, I started talking about this last week. Matter of fact, this is what I think I spurred this week's under oath. My opinion, looking at the facts now that I'm involved in this lawsuit, if if Gawker got sued for a couple hundred million, and they're trying to sue me for a hundred and ten million dollars, but the guy who admittedly secretly recorded his best friend. And then said, allegedly, according to TMZ, I'm, I could retire on this or something to that effect. I hear that guy got out of it by paying a $5,000 fine in two payments of $2,500. So why would Hulk Hogan settle with that guy for two payments of $2,500 and then sue everyone else for hundreds of millions? At least pursue criminal charges against that guy because that's the guy who ruins your career. So, so do I think that they're in cahoots? I don't know. All signs are looking really like Stevie Wonder called and said, I could see this, but what do I know? That's just my opinion. What else you got? If the show was stranded on an island, Mike, who do you eat first? Not Spanish. Too muscular. And you know, you could use me for like climbing up and getting stuff at trees, <laughs> digging stuff. Stop selling. He already said God not damn yet. damn it, Calvin. You're right. I would, I would say I'd probably have to eat Carmen because, first of all, it's less gay. <laughs> Second of all, she probably tastes like mashed potatoes and tacos. Mm-hmm. And yes, I eat Carmen first. That's if she's still on the show, if it's not past that other guy's question where we were fired. Gio, I don't know if you have this one on there. This is one off of Twitter, though, that I think is pretty good. It's for all of us. It says, if you look back at your life oh. 100%, have you done or have you participated in anything that could be considered racist by today's standards that could possibly lead to your firing? I'm going to tell you right now, everybody's done something racist. And if you say you haven't, you're just a liar. Uh, I don't think there's any evidence, like any bad stuff. 
of me that I could think of that somebody would be like, look at this picture. Yeah. I don't I don't think there is anything. No. I, um, any yeah, pictures or anything? Yeah, there's a picture. You know which one I'm talking about? Yeah. Write it down. <laughs> or just tell me. Give me a... Yeah. Yeah, there's a picture. I'll tell you what it is so that people don't think I have blackface or anything like that. Uh, there was there's was this party that I was at. Should I tell us? Uh, yeah, I don't know, I'm under oath. I'm gonna tell. No, because it's not oh, really. No. It's not. Um, there was this party that I was at when I was 20 years old, 21 years old, and this Asian guy showed up at the party, and nobody to this day knows who he was. He cut his hand while trying to cut a pineapple, and he he had to get stitches, and he was bleeding all over the place. And everybody was like, I thought he was with you. I thought he was there. To this day, we don't know how he got to the party. <laughs> and uh, in the picture, everybody's making like uh, like Chinese eyes behind him with their hands. Not me, but other people are. But right. I'm in that picture. Yeah. But uh, that's the only thing. But yes, like Alvin said, everybody's got something racist in their background. Spanish? And, uh, I don't think any evidence like that or whatever, but, uh, you know... Growing up in South Florida, growing up in uh, not the greatest neighborhoods when I was younger, maybe said uh, the N-word with a soft A wow. a lot when I was younger. Wow. Don't do it anymore. Like a rapper? But, yeah. Yeah. Quickly grow out of that when you go to college. Oh, yeah. You quickly grow out of that when black people are around. <laughs> <laughs> You'd be surprised in South Florida. You also you also start getting comfortable when Warren Sapp's around. Yeah. He, may, he says, uh, what else? Where are we at? Uh, you want to go yeah, phones? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Jerry? Hey, Mike. How's it going? What's up, Jerry? Hey, buddy. This one's actually for Spanish. Thank God. And it is uh, related to the Dinah situation, where he always says that she left and bailed but never taught him anything. But I believe it's true that there was a voicemail left, and it was when Dinah was still there, and he was pulled into the office or on the radio to discuss about how a voicemail was left with him clearly saying that Dinah should just go ahead and leave. She should quit. She's garbage. There's no part of her job that he can't do. And if she left tomorrow, he'd be able to do it with no problem. I don't remember voicemail. Do I you? don't remember voicemail either, but it sounds something, not like something, something I would do. Uh, but uh, no, she, she, I don't under, what, so what's the question is if I left a voicemail? Well, you, it wasn't a voicemail. It was you and another guy talking. It may have been Gomez. And the phone dialed Dinah and left the voicemail. It went straight to her voicemail. She didn't answer, and it was this conversation. Was anyone that was that? I do. I do. And it wasn't, it wasn't a voicemail. It was I butt dialed Dinah, and they faked a voicemail and played it on uh. air to make me out to like I was doing something terrible. And then they all made fun of me <laughs> yeah. for being a bad person. We tricked you. I forgot about yeah. that. Uh, Randy, go ahead. Hey, good morning, guys. Um, this one's for Mike or Gio, who's the master producer of the show. Ooh, uh, thank you. Master producer. Uh, thank you. Is the, do you sincerely, honestly believe the addition of a constant presence of Crazy Patty on your show of benefit? and a positive addition to your show? Uh, I think that you're overblowing the uh, uh, crazy Patty. She's not always on the show. She, we haven't heard from her today, and occasionally she'll be on hold, and we'll say hi to her and see what she has to offer. But uh, Well, it's almost on a da- almost daily basis. And no, Avocado died. On the station too. Uh, well, I can't uh, say about the other shows, but Avocado died, 
And since he died, she's become a little bit more relevant uh, because we had to tell her that he died and they were, you know, blah, blah, blah. So, I don't know. People like Crazy Patty and some people hate her. That's just how it goes. Not going to like everything. Uh, Carol, good morning. Good morning to all of you. You too. Um, I hope you guys never leave. You make me laugh every morning. Um, will there be another cruise this year? Uh, I would say, I don't know. I, okay. I know that they have already uh, are already meeting and trying to put together a cruise. But let me ask you your opinion on this because this is really important. So my problem is, how do I get on the air and say, Carol... You and everybody else should go pay your $400 or whatever it is to go on the cruise, and we're going to have the best time in the world. And then everybody buys the cruise, and then in June I go, hey, by the way, bad news, I'm leaving the radio station, and good luck with that cruise you guys bought that I'm not going to be on. Doesn't that seem yeah. like it's unfair? That's true. I'd wait until after June. Then. I mean, I mean, look, I, do I want to do one? Yes. Do I think it's going to happen? Yeah, for sure, if, if we're here. But right now, I you know they're moving ahead business as usual. But the problem is, is that come uh, August or October, whenever it is, they're not you're not going to hate Cox. You're going to hate me because I'm the one that told you to go buy the cruise. And then I was like later. And how do I know they're not going to turn to dicks and be like run promos? I go look what Mike did to you. He no. made you pay his money and then yeah. left the cruise. You know, so we would I, never hate you. Well, you would if I told you to pay your hard earned cash and then didn't deliver on it. And I'm concerned with that. So that's really the reason. I, I thank you. <laughs> All right, thank you. Gio, anything there? This guy says, uh, Daniel says, I love Carmen, but do you think she's become too smart and no. maybe too old for her role in the show? Would you ever think to replace her with a dumber, younger, and hotter character? I will tell you right now, if I could find one that's dumber than Carmen, <laughs> <laughs> I'll take her, but I'm pretty sure Carmen's safe. Uh, Carmen didn't have a, Carmen doesn't have a role that she fits where she has to be dumb, hot, or whatever. Carmen's here, and she's part of the show, and that's just it. Carmen's Carmen. Yeah. She can get older, and she can do it. If I come in and, and say Carmen marries uh, Cam, and then next year she's Fat Carmen, that just makes it even better. <laughs> like, look at Fat Carmen now. You know what I mean? And if all of a sudden she's like that guy from uh, John Travolta in that movie where she Phenomenon. gets hit by lightning, <laughs> yeah. and she comes in here and starts speaking Latin, gets like, look at Smart Carmen now. It only gets better. Remember dumb... Out of shape, long hair in Spanish. Mm. Now he has no glasses. <laughs> He's got abs. He's smart. He dresses nice. Different Spanish. Still yeah. here. Still here. So much better the other way. <laughs> <laughs> I call those the good old days. <laughs> I've won for Galvin. Yeah. All right. oh. Mike dies in a horrific plane crash. Oh, mm-hmm. Is you. that really how I'm going to go? Is yeah. that the easiest way to go? <laughs> they come to you, and you, your task was building the next morning show. What's the show look like, and does anybody currently on the show make the cut? Yeah, I think the show stays the same way, and uh, I try and bring it. I don't know. That's difficult. I mean, I got to be honest with you. If they were like, hey, we want you to take over. You've been here the longest, and you're the co-host. And this, I'd go, I don't want to do that. I want to be the co-host. So then now you have to try and bring in somebody. So then I don't know whether we go with an ensemble name the morning madhouse or you know who knows what but yeah i don't know how that works but i i don't think if they asked me who should go i'd go no let's keep it as the same as we possibly can without the anchor now you yeah. know what i mean who would you add to the show from the station to take over more of like your role as you slide into my role 
I don't want to slide in your role. I think if they said, who do you pick? Who could you get to pick somebody who is going to host the show now? Right. And it's going to be an ensemble thing and you stay as the co-host, whatever. I would say, let's get Drew. Let's get Drew, have him host, have us all the same here. You guys should try that. I'll take it. Oh, oh, really? Oh, what? We don't want you to die. Yeah. I know, I'm just saying it. Geo does, but, you know. <laughs> you know, when that guy, Kid Craddock, died, that was years ago, they still call the show the Kid Craddock Show, even though he's been dead for years. He was I, the host. At contract time, I'd be like, hey, guys, yeah, I yeah. get it, but. That's you know. weird. We would actually change the name of the show to Remember Mike, and oh. then every morning we'd go, you guys remember Mike? Mm-hmm. We're going to do the show without him because oh. he, he died. Oh. So go back to the cowhead show. <laughs> Ralph, hello. Uh, hey, how you doing, guys? Enjoying the show. I just I had a quick question for Spanish. Yep. And it was, is there any possibility that he and Kelly are going to get back together? Ooh, good question. Mm. No, there is not. <laughs> oh, all right. Well, sorry. Get after it, Ralph. All right. Vinny, you're on the air. We're under oath. What do you got, Vinny? All right, guys. So I was uh, the guy that called last time that uh, got to the bottom of uh, Geo's uh, green beans. Right. Now we need to find out about Mike's pickles. All right. We need to find out about Mike's pickles. Ask your question, ask, sir. His, ask the question and word it carefully. Uh, okay. Did you actually make the pickles? Well, I can't grow. I mean, God made the pickles. No, 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 no. Okay. You didn't grow them, but did you actually make them and pack them? And is it a real thing? I did package those pickles, sir. Oh, God. You're, you're dancing around. Yeah. I'm <laughs> answering. He took them out of one jar and put them in another one. And put a... Okay. Galvin, Galvin, can you word it correctly then? Because you're yes. Mike. Yes, Galvin. Did you take cucumbers, pickle them, and then actually make them and bring them in for people to eat? No, I did not. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Nobody's nice. Oh, you sit on a throne of lies. A man named Velasic made them. <laughs> yeah, I know. And then you put them in a different I jar. Put, a different yeah. put a label on them. They were so tasty. We know. Yeah. We should add them to my next green bean casserole. Yeah. <laughs> Call yeah. it Liar's uh, Dinner. Yeah. I believed in you. <laughs> <laughs> With your cupcakes for dessert. <laughs> Thank you, sir. Ooh, I feel like the weight's lifted off me. Now. I got to tell you, I like Vinny. Mike, go ahead. Good morning, Mike. Um... Have you ever taken or have you taken Carmen to the melting pot yet? <laughs> no. <laughs> no, I have not. When you said, have you ever taken, you went like that, was it like steroids? Is he <laughs> take uh, no, uh, Carmen and I have not gone to the melting pot. I was ready, but then she got a boyfriend. Ah, I've got one for Spanish, too. Oh, yes. Okay. Ooh, double shot. Spanish, why don't you call me for drugs anymore? <laughs> <laughs> this is the reason why. <laughs> Yes, you're not a good drug dealer. Yeah, you suck. Get the drip. And by the way, officer, his number is 727-45. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, Thank you, sir. The drip. Gio, if you have one, chime in. I'll just keep taking phone calls if you know. David, go ahead. Good morning, Mike and everyone else. How y'all doing this morning? Hi, David. What do you got? My question is, what's the most shameful thing that you guys have ever done that you still regret to this day? In, In life? Yes. Uh, I, I have to tell you, I know one of them off the top of my head real good that I still feel guilty about to this day. Which is, is it really, a pickle thing? No, no. <laughs> when I was in eighth grade, no, I was in seventh grade, I was outside in the schoolyard on a winter day at Our Lady Queen of Peace School, and I was trying to show off in front of the older kids, 
and there was an elderly couple, and uh, they were carrying a box to the car. Yeah. Oh. And, uh, <laughs> and and uh, this kid Mark Gates threw a snowball, and he couldn't. He was trying to hit the box, and he couldn't do it. And I was like, I got it. And I took the snowball and I hit the threw the snowball and I hit the guy in the hand and he dropped the box and he picked the box up and got in the car and like took off real quick and everybody was like oh man you got good accuracy so I was like yes I'm the coolest guy in town and then Sister Rosemary grabbed me by the ear and pulled me in a room and said do you know who those old people are and I was like no and she goes they're old people who are so f- poor they can't afford to eat so they come oh. here on, on Thursdays and they pick up leftover um, lunch food that you kids don't appreciate and don't eat, and they take it back so they have food to eat, and you just throw a snowball at that guy. I was like, that's the worst thing that I've ever Oh, heard. terrible. I beat, oh, up homeless, I beat up a homeless guy before, and this is worse than that is. Uh, I'm I, kidding about the homeless guy. Nobody's going to be serious. <laughs> I was joking about I, it. Uh, I'm an angel, so. Uh, I started a dumpster fire in Fort Lauderdale, and I thought it was awesome. <laughs> I did then- one. Yeah, and it, it, when the cops got there and the firefighters got there and then my parents showed up, I was probably the most embarrassed. Oh, you got been. caught? Yeah, I mean, I, 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 I panicked, and when the fire didn't go out, when we were trying to put it out, I just, I just didn't know what to do, so I kind of just stood there watching it, and then next thing you know, cops started showing up, and I was like, I guess this is happening. Uh, I really do actually have something. When I was younger, and I was young... Gee, I don't know what this is about to be, but this is, this is a story that you're embarrassed about. This is also the same guy who traded a hooker fried chicken. <laughs> Thank you. Or whatever she was. Uh, I, the, when I was younger, there was this couple, that li- and they had kids. And looking back on it now, I think that they may have been special, like right, the, right. the parents. And Rosemary was the mom, the lady. And kids were doing karate stuff, and the one kid was saying... Like kicking at Rosemary, and she goes, "You can try and kick me. Go ahead and try and kick me." So he was trying to kick at her and stuff. And I go, and she goes, "You try it for me." And I go, "I'm gonna kill you." Like, are you because I played soccer growing up? And she goes, "Do it. Try it." Uh. So I kicked her in the ribs and broke her ribs. Oh! <laughs> and I was like, "I told you that I was." I felt really bad. Yes. I felt really bad. Like, I didn't really mean <laughs> awesome. to do it. But, like, I went to kick, and she kind of turned into it. Oh. And just went, <laughs> <laughs> Easy, Hercules. Sorry, Rose. The next time you yeah. bring up the fact that I let a girl that was on the <laughs> spectrum go down on me, uh, I'm going to bring up that you uh, kick Rosemary in the ribs. Uh, Rosemary. Uh, Danny Serrano on Twitter says, Was Spanish afraid to fight Danny Serrano from oh. Hot 1015 <laughs> during the punch out? Is that why Mike Calta to change his opponent two weeks before the fight? You first of all, it wasn't longer than two weeks, wasn't it? Yeah, and and I if we're gonna put was. it out there, Danny, you're the one who came to me and said you couldn't fight because you hurt your ribs when you were sparring, uh, dude. All right. all right, there you go. Uh, this is fun, John. Good morning. Yes, um, I didn't get Spanish phone num- that phone number that one day you guys give it out. Can I get it now? Uh, you might as well. Everybody's got it already. I don't. That's really not a. Under oath question. question. Yeah, yeah under oath, the answer is no. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> that's the truth. Line. David, go ahead. Hey, Mike. How you going? Hi, guys. Hi, Dave. Hi. Hi, visitor. Hey, Dave. What's up, buddy? Hey, got a uh, question. Do you have any tickets you can give away for me and my wife for our anniversary? Yes, the answer is yes. We do have plenty. Yep. Let's Paul, see. go oh, ahead. Yeah. <laughs> yes, sir. Uh, quick question. Is Medicine Man on your celebrity death, death pool? No. He's uh, kind of a celebrity, you know. Nope. I uh, honestly say, Medicine Man will live forever. He has uh, the the stamina of a of Lance Armstrong, and he will probably outlive all of us. 
When Spanish and Gomez were both on the show as interns, did you ever think that one of them would someday be the executive producer of the show? And will you ever have show interns again? Um, no, we probably won't have interns because the laws change now and you have to pay interns. And uh, so that's probably not going to happen because you'll probably get somebody to work here and then they'll sue us one day for not paying them. And, uh, and two, no, I always thought Spanish would do something on the show because he was fun and goofy and all that, but I never thought he'd be executive producer. Yeah. Uh, here is one from uh, RJ. He said, uh, like, if Gio wished Mike to die in a fiery plane crash, would it be easier to replace him on the show or is the basis of Pitbull Toddler? Much oh. easier to replace him in Pitbull Toddler. Yeah. But then no, you probably aren't going to have as many people yeah. come to see us, <laughs> you know, because we then don't have the show as Mike on it with the, you know, so. Listen, no one, under oath or not under oath, I am not a very good bass player. Well, you're oh. a better host than you are a bass player. Yeah, but also, I mean, I'm there to play two strings. Yeah. That's what I do. <laughs> uh, someone, I mean, you're someone supposed al- to play for you just you <laughs> happen to play two. Right. Someone also said about Pitbull Toddler, if Josh left the band, would Pat Pat be your first choice as replacement? Oh. Uh, n- no, I mean, I don't know. Maybe. he. he we, we did entertain the idea of having Pat Pat be yeah. the singer before Josh, and uh, we like when he performs with us, so it's a po- certainly a possibility. That's interesting. All right, a couple more, and then we got to wrap this thing up. Scott, go ahead. Hey, uh, this is Scott. Um, political. Who voted for Trump and who plans on voting for him in 2020? Uh, I can tell you that I did vote for him. I'll tell you right now. I think I'm probably the only one in this room who voted. I did vote yeah, for Trump. Yeah, I never vote. I voted. You did not vote. Yes, I did. I, I had a mail-in ballot. I don't believe you did I that. I swear no, to God. Why would I lie about that? Yeah. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Take it Trump. I voted for Trump, and as of this point, I don't know... Uh, who the opponents are, so I don't know if there's somebody that's more qualified yet. Okay. What about right. you, sir? Oh, yes. Yes, definitely. Would you vote for him again? 2020. Oh, yes. What if, somebody, what if somebody else steps up? Like, I think, like, if, uh, like, just say, for instance, uh, Michael Bloomberg or somebody comes out, and right now I don't know if I'd vote for Michael Bloomberg, but what if he came out and, and after seeing him campaign for a year, you're like, he's like Trump, but really smart? Um... I, so many things have happened with Trump for the economy, uh, employment-wise, and everything else. Now that you know, yeah. just, just too many things have already happened that he's already proved his point of what he's able, capable of doing, and uh, a lot of his promises he's already kept. And yeah. so I, I can't really just go on a whim on somebody else right okay, now. Okay, that's smart. That's smart. All right, thank you. I appreciate the uh, call. I always tell you I don't vote because I believe that one vote doesn't count. Right. During the election, where the guy lost by like 500 votes. Only one vote can't do anything. Andrew, good morning. Hi, I got a question for Gio. Gio, uh, this one's for you. Did did he fail, failed stabbed in the back by Drew as the show grew and he was basically pushed off the show? And what, what was his true feelings after all that happened? And what is the relationship like now? Did you feel like Drew stabbed you in the back when you pushed off his show? Yeah. Yes, I, did I feel yes st- you were pushed off, or yes, you felt like you were stabbed in the back? Well, no, the, the, the show just went a different direction. They brought in SBK, and they had him as a co-host, and the room got too small. Mm-hmm. I didn't feel stabbed in the back, really. How, and and yeah, how I, did you feel when SBK left? I mean, I was indifferent. Uh. I've been in radio a long time, so I know how that's just how it goes sometimes. That's just the way it is. That's all right. I how are you with Drew now? We're, pro- we're not as close as we were. Yeah. But, we, you know, I don't, I don't really see. I didn't, don't see him anymore. You see him on a daily basis. Yeah, I don't. I mean, I don't run into him. Yeah, and uh, we never really, like, you know, would hang out outside right. of the show. Maybe oh, here and do. there. but We do. You know, uh, we're BFF. 
I have one from your brother. I had never heard of him. Uh, he <laughs> says, who is funnier, you or him? Ooh, oh, I've, I've said it. He's funnier. Yeah, yeah, I've be said honest. it before. Yeah. Okay. He may. Yeah, he's very funny. He, Although in this capacity, I wonder if he would be funny. Like if we brought him in the studio. I think once he got used to it. Yeah. 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 So yes. He's, we, he's very funny. Could we bring him in to fill Mike? No, It'd because be that it's different between hosting and being <laughs> funny because Mike can do both. Uh, where, uh, you know, John's never hosted a show before. Well, you know, like, right now, he's like, I can host a show. <laughs> <laughs> like, listen, we want to keep it as just the cow to show. Yeah. So we have all the brain, we're going to remove the mic part. It's kind of like uh, Leonard Puddin. Skinner. Just remember, put a van yeah, in there. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, remember the pudding guy? Yeah. They tried to replace look like Bubba? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he just got a fat guy with sunglasses. Yeah. It didn't work out very well. Uh, Paul, go ahead. Hey, whatever happened to N4? And uh, back in the day, um, you used to give him the month of February. Yeah, N4 still calls the show every once in a while, and what you're what this guy's referring to is that uh, we let N4 do these special comedy bits where it would be a tribute to uh, Black History Month, and he would do it for, like, uh, black celebrities, but not, like, uh, Quincy Jones or not, like, predominant black celebrities, but he'd pick, like, obscure ones. He'd do, like, the black guy from Ghostbusters. Right, right. Yeah. And, uh, and they were a little, you know, he did them in his own language and his own words, so they a lot of times they got racy and racial, and then uh, uh, Bubba tried to play them and compl- he used to tweet at Kim Guthrie, who runs his company, and he used to say, oh, they do a bit that says the N-word and blah, blah, blah. And then finally the company was like, hey, with this big fat mouth baby, you should probably chill out on that so we can't do it anymore. Yeah. Yeah, well, we missed him. Yeah. yeah, I know. Well, yeah, look, he's still around, uh, but uh, we don't get to have the fun Black History Month stuff because of certain fat whiny cross-eyed baby is like, I can't do it, so nobody can do it now. Mm. Eric, good morning. No, today, name is Derek, but don't, that's okay. Mike, love you to death. I've got a question for Carmen, if possible, but you might want to go off the air and ask this question. Wait a second. If you, as long as you don't say a word that's going to get me fired, sir, you can ask any it question. We'll never get you fired, because I love you to death. All right, well, go ahead. Um, what is your Carmen? question? Carmen? Carmen, uh, Carmen is a friend of mine, sent me a picture of you. It's a younger picture of you on the internet. Put your whole name in. And with a pit, with a sign that says, sorry, Mike, is that you? Yes, that is her. Yeah. <laughs> that is her. Yep. Uh, when she's doing it to the guy. Uh, yeah. Oh, I love you today, girl. Hey, 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 <laughs> hey, sir, to be honest with you, because it's under oath, it's not her, but we found that and we did the same thing. Oh. There's a picture of a girl. Oh, okay. There's a picture of a girl going down on a guy. And it looks a lot like Carmen, and she's holding a sign that says "Sorry, Mike." So we got some background. Yeah, like- we got some background on that. That that was a porn girl who uh, you could pay to have her write something down on a sign, and she does resemble Carmen. And somebody even took a side by side, a split down the middle, half that girl's face, half Carmen's face, and it's amazing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Carmen, I still use. Yes, I still, you know, twin sister. Thank you so much. Thank you. I still use it and pretend it's you sometimes, <laughs> but it's not. No. No. Not. Sorry. Uh, last three phone calls, and we're done. And Gio, if you have any, get them in now. Aaron, go ahead. Hey, guys, love the show. Uh, real quick question for you guys. I stopped listening for about two months uh, a while ago, and whatever happened to Jacob two times? Wait, why did I you stop listening? Were you mad? No, no, my job didn't allow me. I oh. started working later days, so I never got a chance to listen to you guys. But, uh, yeah, whatever happened to Jacob two times? Like, he used to call, like, every time, and now I, ne- I never hear about him anymore. He called the show all the time. And then he started calling into Drew's show, 
And then Drew's show kind of like took over with him. They started having parties for him and stuff. So we're like, all right, I guess he's going. Yeah, and I remember that a year ago, but yeah. no, and I, I haven't heard from him in you know a year or so. Yeah, I don't know. I don't. He's. I like him, and I, and I think he still listens. He's a sweet kid, but I don't. I don't really know. We we stopped taking his call when he started calling Drew show all the time. So we don't want it to be like yeah. the crazy Patty thing where she's calling all the shows. Um, Mike, you are the one of the last two phone calls we will take today. Hey, Mike, um, who is your favorite comedian friend to have on the show, and why? That's a great question. It would be between two people, and I have to tell you, it's a dead it's a dead tie. He said favorite. Yep. I but I don't have. A, I mean, my the truth would be. It's between Bert and Bobby. And, okay, I can tell you this. If I could have somebody on here every day, it would be Bobby. If I could have somebody on, like, every time he's in town, it would be Bert. You know what I mean? Why? Because Bobby can do more. Like, we could do the show with Bobby just sitting here. Well, yeah, but (laughs) and also, like, uh, we can do news, and Bobby will sit here and chime in on news. Burke gets bored, and Bert's like, oh, 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 hold on, hold on, hold on, you know, that kind of stuff. So, But uh, both of those guys are my absolute favorite comedians. I will also tell you, Ralphie was the absolute worst. Ralphie is a funny comedian, great to hang out with, worst on the air. I could say that now because he's dead. Oh, John, last phone call. Hey, hey, I love your show, guys. Thank you. Quick question for the uh, fat guy in the skinny suit. Uh, hey, man, why you cheat on your wife with the transvestite, man? Fat guy in the skinny suit. Well, then you hung up, so I don't know who that is. Raise your hand if you've ever been with a transvestite in this room. Wow. Look at that. I know. Of all the people, I thought I would have. Maybe if I was tricked, but I, I can assure you guys. If you were with a super hot girl okay. in a steamy makeout session. Right. And, I mean, you guys are making out for a half hour. Right. Rubbing her boobs. She's rubbing your... Hmm. And then you went down to do... To the area, right, and found out that she still had male parts down there, right. But you'd already been making out and letting her for a half hour. Do you keep going or do you stop? I mean, like, am I doing stuff? No, you were just doing, and you went to go do, and then you were like, "What?" Uh, but you've already made out. You already thought it. He smells I, like a girl. If I'm gonna feels be like a girl. hundred percent honest, I, I can honestly say I would it would probably take me about 10 seconds to really figure out and get my bearings as to what's happening. Right. And then I'm pretty sure I would stop. Me too. Now let me change the scenario a little bit. If she was going down on you, I knew you were going to ask that. 7 minutes into it. And then she shifted position and when she did something flopped out, would you allow her to finish and then go, "What is that?" Or, or would, would you, you just say, close your eyes? Or would you say, finally? <laughs> <laughs> yes. I'd <laughs> uh, <laughs> say finally. Uh, thank I'd, you, sir. Yeah, I'd probably be like, just, just don't, just don't tell my friends, please. Just don't tell my friends. See, I think once it's in my head, I wouldn't be able to. I'd be like, oh, I can't. It might have been a squirrel. It might have been a squirrel. I'd have to wait till I see it three times. But but that's not really a fair question because there are different moments during that that would make you answer differently. Seven minutes into it, so I'm like close ten. I mean, I'm, you know. Do you need three more minutes? That's what I'm saying. I mean, I'm basically, you know. But if that, it, does, wouldn't that start you from the beginning? Like, if you see yes, that, that would that make that, me like, go. Right. That's what I'm saying. So then you need another 10. 
I don't know. I, I've never been in this situation, so I can't. Uh, Let's try it. <laughs> you and me, all right. No. Oh. Maybe you know, she likes hot dogs a lot. She carries <laughs> hot dogs in her pocket. One fell out. <laughs> Thank you. You want to see the kielbasa? Yeah, please. Please don't tell my friends, miss. Anything else, Gio, before we get out? I have one for Mike. Oh. 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 These always make me nervous. I took a whole, I took 30 unfiltered uh, phone calls, and the one from Gio is the one that makes me nervous. Yeah. It's not that big a deal. Go ahead. Are you getting paid to be in Moe's movie? And if so, how much? Ooh. I love you, Jill. Uh The answer is no. I am not being paid. Uh, wow. <laughs> I, only, I only said that to make you guys angry. Uh, I am doing this Those strictly. Those guys that are in it. Yeah. 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 I am uh, strictly doing this for my appreciation for Moe's uh, art, and I think it'll be fun. And uh, I actually, did you want an under oath question? I actually think Mo has a little bit of talent. And I would like to see this be some sort of springboard for him to do more stuff. So do I think it's ridiculous? And do I think it'll ever turn into anything? No. But if it is, I would like to help out any way I can. Well, I can tell you I got paid. <laughs> yeah? No, not really. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Come on. Mo put out a, a call sheet. He's like, everybody's going to be here at 8, except Mike. He can come at 11. So yeah. really... Uh, yeah, no, that's it. Then they sent me the other day, a thing the other day. They're like, do you have a writer you want to send over? I go, do you, do you know where I'm coming? This is me. I'm going to show up here with a backwards hat on and basketball yeah. shorts, and I don't want anything. I think, uh, is it okay if I uh, sleep over at your house on Friday so I can come in with you on Saturday so I don't have to be there? <laughs> uh, under oath? No, uh, it's not okay. you got to be there early for makeup. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not getting there early. 6 a.m.? Nah, I'm not doing that. That's what call sheet says. I don't care what the call sheet says. I will stick to the call sheet. But does everybody get there at 6 a.m.? How many makeup people do they have? They got one. So this is what happened the last time I went. I got there at 6 a.m. I'm not really interested. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm going to tell you anyways. <laughs> got there, did my makeup. Makeup took me an hour, and then I sat in an makeup. An hour? And yeah. then I sat in that makeup for eight hours before I had to shoot a 30-second scene. And, and I was Welcome like, I'm, to never, being an actor. I'm not doing this again. I don't know. I'm not getting paid. I'm not, I'm not hanging out in Hollywood. Calm down. Yeah, yeah really. I, I got stuff I could do rather than sit around in makeup. Uh, I will be here, and I will I will do what I promised I would do. Mm-hmm. Be uh, awesome for a couple of minutes, and then I'm out. Did you learn your lines? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> What's today? <laughs> Thursday. Saturday. <laughs> That's oh, his process. Man. He likes to keep it fresh. I'm, honest with you. I'm so glad you said that, because I totally forgot. Hey, I you have a lot of lines. You like do. The entire scene really? is basically yeah. you. Yeah, but it's just me being myself. Hey, that other uh, actor, local actor guy will get pissed off if you don't know your lines. Well, Carl? Well, let's see I don't know. You said it. I yeah, don't know yeah. who he is. Yeah, Geo hates Carl. Let's see how that works out, Carl. <laughs> <laughs> the, whole, the whole production thing might come to an end. Ruining his craft. Can't wait to see you on set. <laughs> uh, my wife just texted me an under oath question. Ooh. She said, Who's funnier, me or you? Um, and I will tell you, my wife for a girl is pretty funny. But if you're so goddamn funny, why don't you get the job and I'll go oh. home. Sit home with my nine cleaning ladies and my trainer and all that other stuff. So, mm-hmm. you, know who's, you know who's really funny? People who don't have to ask people if they're funny. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> I'm pointing at myself. All right, that concludes. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants. They all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. 
Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.